Hello, everybody. My name is Antoinette, and welcome back to the Single Mom Life podcast. Welcome back to my podcast. If you're new here, hello. I have some tea to spill with you. Okay, maybe a little bit of tea because I honestly prefer iced coffee and I'm having iced coffee right now. I hope you guys are having a great weekend. Let's go ahead and get into this podcast. Okay, so if you have been following me for a while and you have been listening to my other podcast episodes, you know that I'm a straightforward person. I'm open and I'm honest. And even if it makes me look bad, I'm going to say it. I'm going to tell my truth. You know, like I'm not going to hide what I did or be ashamed. You know, like we all make mistakes. I'm human and it's fine. You know what? I'm a single mom and I've made plenty of mistakes. Even being a mom, I've made plenty of mistakes. But recently, you guys, I have been feeling so overwhelmed and anxious about so much going on. And it's in regards to the situation with my child's father and everything. I am super, super, super excited that I just finished with my custody case last month and I got sole legal and physical custody. However, um, in the court order... It do- I'm going to be straight out. Like, it does say, like, my child's father has no visitation, but he can go ahead and attend therapy with my child. There's a lot of things that came to surface recently with my son and how he feels about his father that he opened up about in school. He never opened up with me. So he opened up in school and opened this whole thing kind of worms that like I have to do IEP I have to do you know counseling and therapy with my son get him into those programs so I let the judge know and the judge was like kind of thrown back like he didn't really know what to do but I let him know like that's the reason why I'm seeking sole legal and physical custody because my child's father has been absent for almost two years and I don't he doesn't I don't get messages back from him like I'm not able to take him to get therapy because I need his consent so I'm so excited he finally gave me you know like sole legal and physical custody so I'm able to do what I need to do and I told the judge like I would love my child's father to see our son but I'm not going to force him if he's not going to be around And with everything going on and with what my son is saying, I do think he needs to go to therapy with our child. And yes, in the court order, it does say he has no visitation because the judge is thrown back and doesn't know what to do. Just right now, he has no visitation. Does not mean he cannot have visitation later on in the future. But he needs to be able to attend therapy with our child. And so far, it's been almost a month and he has not tried to reach out. I mean... He has not tried to reach out to me, but when I took my son for his intake session, they did say that he he was trying to call them. So, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but right now, he still has not reached out, has not called, or messaged me back. So, it's not looking too good for him, especially since we have a follow-up court session coming up at the end of April. Now, what's been making me anxious is... The fact that his youngest sister reached out to me recently and she needed some help from me. And I, of course, like I helped her, even if we didn't get along for some time. And she hasn't seen my child either. And she has told me some nasty things, you know, 
two years ago as well, putting me down as a mother as well. But I understand where she's coming from. Like I said, we're all human. We all make mistakes. So she needed some help and I definitely helped her. But a lot of things came to light. You know, like we had a good discussion and I felt good, you know. I felt felt good hearing like she sees as a single mom right now that how hard it is and like the struggle and you know like co-parenting isn't always easy like I honestly love the fact that a lot of things came to light and she feels the same way I feel you know like my child's father and his sisters he has five sisters by the way we're not all close but there's always been one sister that's like three months apart from me that I've always been close with because I grew up in foster care with my child's father. From the age of 16 to 18, we lived in the same foster home, you know, and I shared a room with the sister, his sister that was close in my age, while his youngest sister that's like five years younger than me um, shared a room with somebody else. And then my child's father shared a room across from my room. So I've always known him. Like I've literally known my child's father half my life. And that sounds crazy because I don't know if you guys know, but I am 30 years old. Yes, I am 30 years old. And I have experienced like, like the stories I can share. And sometimes I get sad because I'm like, dude, I'm 30 and I haven't even finished my nursing degree. I haven't like done what I want to do. You know, like people want to buy a house by the time they're 30. They want to be married and all this stuff. And I'm like struggling as a single mom. But I try to like, you know, always keep in my head like, come on, Antoinette. Like, don't do that to yourself. Like we all have a history the past and we have different support systems. And, you know, like you just got to keep fighting and know what you want and keep trying your best every day because at the end of the day like we all live a different story we all have like different support systems we have different history you know and we just all want to do better I feel like that's all of our goals so I need to not put myself down and I continue and I just push forward and I look at the things like yeah I've done bad things and I've made bad choices but I've also done a lot of good you know like from growing up to foster care and being a I I always felt like I was like a screw up, you know, but then I got adopted at 18 and then of course I got pregnant and I felt like I screw up again, but then I got custody of my youngest sister from foster care, like my birth sister and we spent 10 years apart and then I found her and got custody of her. I was like, dang, like this is really cool. I was only 23 at the time and then at 25, I became a surrogate. Like I've done a lot of good in my life as well as bad. I'm not going to knock that, but going back to my child's father. Like I said, we grew up in foster care. So when I got pregnant at 21, it wasn't like a big shocker to me because it was like, dude, we weren't protecting ourselves. We weren't careful. You know, like time, time B don't work for everybody. But of course he wanted to put me down and you know, it just turned so bad. And I never fought. I'm like that kind of girl that like I push people away because of the way I grew up. So I pushed him away. I was like, dude, like I can do this myself. Like forget you. And like he is like the opposite, you know, like he lets people push him away. He runs away. He hides. He avoids problems. So of course he left. Right. And um, so yeah, when people like think like, oh, like you're cool with his sisters and stuff, or they have like family drama. It's like, dude, I don't have family. You know that. Like I 
grew up with you. Like, I don't have a support system. He knows that I struggle and I do everything on my own. And his sisters know that. So these past two years, like, it's bothered me that, like, everybody wants to put me down as a mom. Or act like, oh, like, you're keeping him from being a dad. Or you're you're not letting him see his dad, blah, blah, blah. But nobody reached out to see what's going on. Nobody asked hey like do you need help you know but when they need help I'm there you know and that's just the way I am like it's gonna be like that and I'm not gonna change but I just wish like people would ask or people would reach out instead of like assuming something especially when I grew up with them like I grew up with you guys half my life already and I'm raising my kid on my own. And, like, your brother wants to make his decision. That's fine. But talking with his sister recently, like, it really opened my eyes. Like, we do think a lot alike. Like, I think the exact same thing she feels. Like, I wish things were different. And I wish, like, his father would see, like, sir, we grew up without parents. We grew up without fathers. How are you disappearing on our child's life? How are you not wanting to be his father when we didn't even know our own fathers and our birth mothers were drug addicts and then we grew up in foster care how how do you have the opportunity to be a better father and because of some drama that you chose to do that you continued and you knew what you were doing now you want to walk away like how so um she recently told me like she actually told him that she told him like how like how do you not want to be a better father? Like knowing that like we grew up in foster care, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like that made me feel really, really good. And the fact that like she acknowledged like how far, you know, like I am doing and I'm living on my own and I'm doing good and I'm managing everything. You know, like I might want to roll over and like die some days, not like literally die, but like, you know, like stay in bed all day and die, like that kind. But I do get through and you just got to keep the faith, you know, no matter what we go through, we will survive. And that's the way I try to look at life. Like I'm 30 years old and I'm not where I want to be, but I will get there one day. And I love being able to share my stories and I have so many. So I want to share with you guys. But yeah, so I have to tell you guys something. So while my baby daddy's youngest sister was staying with me, she notified me and let me know like how their oldest sister is having a wedding. And when I mean like she's having a wedding, I mean like they let me know this week and the wedding is next week. Like already coming up next week. No, I think, yeah, like coming up this week, 222, I guess for the date. And they want my son to go to the wedding, the wedding that his father and his siblings, the two siblings he has from his father's side and stepmom and everybody he has not seen for two years is going. And of course, as a single mom, you know, baby mama, I'm like, oh, I want to be bitter. Like, oh yeah, forget it. He's not going. Um, <laughs> But of course, of course, of course, I'm like, well, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like this decision should be my son's. He's eight years old. He's almost nine. He should be able to make the decision whether he wants to go, knowing who's going to be there 
and you know like if he wants to leave then he should be able to leave and all that stuff right and of course deep down in my soul I'm like I'll ask him and see what he says and she's like oh yeah you know like it should be his decision and so I asked him when it was like almost time for bed and I let him know and of course he thought like I was going to be there so he was like yeah like yeah I'll go and then like the next day he realized like I wasn't going to be there and he was like wait what like no I don't want to go and now he's saying he wants to go so of course on a Saturday, here I am going shopping, looking for a last-minute tuxedo for my child because he does want to go, but he wants to go with his aunts and not with his father. Of course, he's going to see his father. I let him know, like, you might, you know, like, see him. You're going to see his siblings, you know, like, all that stuff. And he's okay with it, but he says if he could stay with his aunts instead, if he doesn't, you know, like, he doesn't have to sit with him. I was like, yeah, or if you want to sit with him, that's your choice as well. Um, But I won't be there. And I do want you to know, like, you know, if you need anything, just call me and I can pick you up. And he's like, yeah, he's like uh, that he probably won't go to the after party. So if I could pick him up for that. But of course, in the back of my head, I'm just like, like, dude, like it's not fair for one that like his dad just gets to disappear and then his siblings his sister asks if you know he could go to a wedding and it's like of course in the back of my head I want to say no but it's like I don't want to I don't want to I've never wanted to keep him from his family but in the back of my head I'm just like dude he's not even calling he's not even asking for him he's not even trying to see him how is it fair that he just gets to see him like we just finished court and there's no visitation. Of course, like if we come to an agreement and we want to set up a visit or something that we can do that, but he doesn't even call or ask for his own sister's wedding, a wedding he's going to be there, a wedding that he's going to like be there with his kids. You would think that he would want all his kids and you think he tried to ask me, but he doesn't. And it's like, that's not fair. It's not fair that I'm put in that position where I'm like allowing him to see our son, but he can't even reach out or ask, but I don't want to look bad or I want to feel bad and being like, oh, well, your brother should ask, you know, and he shouldn't ask like it's his other family that wants him there. And that's (laughs) it makes me more sad because I'm like the fact that his other family members want him there and ask shows how much like they care or they want him around but how come his own father does not want him around you know what I mean and that hurts I think as a mom that hurts and they don't realize how much that hurts knowing that like they can't even ask for children or they can't call or they can't do more than a birthday card or a birthday phone call or they can't just like be present because they what despite us because we annoy them or because we fight with them but it's like sir how is your family member asking to take our child to a wedding but you can't and then you wonder why I want to fight you you wonder why I want to argue with you because you don't show any care you don't show you love my child our child and he Mm, oh my god 
I don't even know what to say. But I hope you guys, like, I don't know, like, understand where I'm coming from. Like, I try to understand from all sides, you know? I feel like I would probably see, like, oh, yeah, she's she's angry. You know, and I would understand where they're coming from. Like, me being hurt that, like, he can't ask for a child or can't attempt to try to, like, take our child to this wedding hurts. And I would probably show it as being angry. Other people would see it as, oh, she's just being bitter. Like, it's not a big deal. But as a mom, it's like, to us, it is a big deal. Like, how, how do you how do you do that? Like how imagine us as mothers and it's like, we're going to a wedding, but it's our child's father's time. You know, it's like, say it's their weekend and we don't ask for a child and we're like, eh, like whatever, like they could stay. Right. I'm going to go to the wedding with the rest of my family and my other kids. But then somebody else asks for your child because they want them at the wedding. Like how, how would that make me look as a mother? Like the fact that somebody else is taking my child because I didn't bother to ask. It could make me look like a bad mom. I totally would. And I hope, you know, like my child goes to this wedding and his dad doesn't overreact and be like, oh, like, what the hell? Like, why do you have him and not me? You know, but it's like, sir, you didn't ask. You did not ask. Just be a father. Love your kids, no matter what. But yeah, I'll definitely let you guys know and update you guys how it goes. Um, their wedding is on Tuesday, and I hope my son gets to go. Of course, he is missing school, but he's actually really excited. I took him to go shopping for his tuxedo today and his uh, dress shoes, because of course we don't have any. And he's he got home and he's like, mom, can I try that all on? And he wanted to wear it. And so he was wearing it. He was like, man, I feel like a boss, like boss baby all dressed up like in a suit. And it was so cute to see. But I don't know why I have this gut-wrenching feeling that like last minute they're like, hey, I can't pick him up or, you know, like he can't go. I don't know why, but I just have a feeling like his dad's going to get mad or he's going to overreact about him going with his sisters and not him. Um, but my son doesn't want to go with him. I asked him and he was like, oh no, like I'll, I'll go with my aunts and I'll see him there. And, you know, like I'm trying to grow this human into being independent and making his own choices. And he's almost nine. Like, I feel like he should be able to make that choice, you know, start off small. Like, so you disappeared for two years during a pandemic during a time that schools closed during a time he lost his friends he was being homeschooled the parks closed like there was no interaction with outside community there were no events I don't have a huge family I don't have family parties like he lost everything in these last two years including his father his siblings he has not seen his brother since he was five before like when the school shut down you know march he was gonna start kindergarten that year he has not his his brother's like in first grade now he has not seen his sister since she was like let me count 
like eight months now she's almost three this year like are you kidding me like you disappeared like you left our child in a crucial time a time that everybody was isolated and he got isolated more from his own family so i hope it goes really really good i'm hoping for the best um in other regards in regards to child support etc i do feel like a lot of people have commented on one of my personal videos um back when i had opened my child support case and they ordered a certain amount which i'm gonna be open i'm not gonna be like completely honest with the exact amount that they ordered but they ordered over a thousand dollars in child support a month and of course he did not like that so he filed to lower the child support turning in his real income which turned out to be twice the amount that they had received for the court order that like they actually came up with a thousand dollar amount based on half of what he actually makes a lot of people have told me that now that I have full legal and like full legal and physical custody, I should go back and modify it to get the actual amount that he should be paying. But I'm honestly like, I've been so overwhelmed with like everything, and I'm so excited to finally have full legal and physical custody that I'm like not too worried about modifying that court order right now because I am hoping that he does have visitations. You know, like so if he tries. To lower child support because now he has a visitation it's still gonna go up you know what i mean because it has his fake i would say like a fake income so since he turned in his real income already he screwed because they're gonna go based off that so even if he does get visitation and then tries to go lower child support it's still gonna go up you know what i mean and if he tries to go again it's gonna look bad on him like sir like you only have visitation you don't what Every other weekend, I would think, would be the most in the future. I'm not saying now, but for the future. Um, if you guys need help with your child support order or anything or you want to file, I can definitely help you as well. Um, just keep in mind that you can always file your child support order, like your court and your custody separately. Always keep that separate because um, I've heard stories, like I've never done it where your custody order, the same judge can actually um, come up with an amount for child support order, but it's going to be like less, you know, because it's based off what they're ordering for custody. But say for an instance, like they order 50-50, but then like they never pick up the kid, right? They never have 50-50. That same judge already ordered child support based off that custody so it's going to be harder to go back and modify the court like if you're just trying to modify the child support order to reflect that he has less than 50 50 because then he's going to go over and be like oh well why don't you have 50 50 and then he's going to try to fix that it's going to turn into this whole thing so honestly if you're going to file for child support and custody make sure to keep it separate that's why they have a child support office you could file through them and of course they're going to take like a a certain amount but they will handle i'm sorry they will handle all that paperwork and stuff if that's what you need to do you know you could call them customer service etc um so if you don't mind that like a little fee that they take yearly i think don't quote me um i would definitely do that instead of doing it in one case if that makes any sense 